It's a beautiful day in this liberty hood. A beautiful day for a candidate. Could he be mine? Could he be mine? Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. Welcome back, my Liberty Legos, to another edition of Lions of Liberty, your home for great conversations about the ideas of liberty. And boy, oh boy, are we going to have another one here today in this episode number 220, which means that you can find today's show notes featuring links to everything we discuss and so much more over at lionsofliberty.com slash 220. And with election season heating up, there is no better time to go and get yourself some Liberty gear over at LibertyManiacs.com. As a listener of this program, you can receive 10% off your entire order by using the discount code LIONSOFLIBERTY at checkout. You can go get yourself a Donald Trump We Shall Overcome shirt like I've got. Again, that's LibertyManiacs.com. The discount code is LIONSOFLIBERTY. And like I said, we're going to have another great conversation about the ideas of liberty today, and we're going to do that with my co-host today. That's right. I'm going to call you a co-host, the man that is sitting to my left at this very moment, the venerable Brian McWilliams. Hello again. Yeah, co-host. Wow, moving on up. You are moving on up. That's right. I love it. It comes with no pay raise, I should should add. Nothing ever does come with a pay raise. Not in the podcasting business, man. Not yet. Not yet. And, uh, well, Brian, I'll let you tell everybody why it is you're here, present in the Lions of Liberty studios today. And and, and uh, what are we here to do? We've got a little project we're going to start. Well, you know what? After months of wading through fan mail up to my eyeballs saying, Brian, when is there going to be another Rand Paul Lusses and Minuses Physical fan show? mail. You got physical, actual letters? Physical they, fan they... mail. I don't know if you call it fan mail, hate mail, bills. Credit card bills, it's all the same thing. It's got my name on it. It doesn't matter. But the point is, we're back with a new show that's following the pluses and minuses format. And basically what that is, we look at some statements or some actions that have been going on from from a certain somebody we'll mention in just a moment. And we grade them. Now, that certain somebody may be a candidate. And maybe a candidate for president. For president. You heard right, sir. Are we talking about... Yes, that's right. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. All right. And his uh, and his weld, who is it's a good name for Bill Weld because he is welded to Gary Johnson's <laughs> side and he never leaves. He him. really is wedded to his hip. Uh, I, I don't want to take credit for this statement, but I heard Jason Stapleton say the other day that he was running as Gary's co-president because they're always on every interview together. They're always at each other's side and they're more like they're running truly as a, as a team as opposed to I'm the vice president supporting Gary. Is yeah. that, that's the, the general feel I get. I mean, I guess in one way it's nice to see that. Uh, a vice president and a president are so simpatico in their feelings. But, of course, there becomes cracks in that when you see certain things that certain VPs or presidents say that are horrible for the libertarian cause, which we'll also get into. So, but you might ask, okay, so how are you going to do this? How are you going to... what are we going to call this thing for the first, for, well, first of all? Oh, well... For anybody um, that doesn't look at the title of their podcast when yeah. they download it on their iPhone. Who their does? IPhone. Uh, so, we're going to call it... Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood. All right, Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood. Mm, yeah, put on your sweaters. So embrace the libertarian childhood in everyone and join us as we venture into the safe 
always fun world of Mr. Johnson's life. Uh, I'm very excited about this. As you know, uh, uh, doing the Ram Pauses and Minuses show was uh, a popular favorite among our fans and uh, among myself as well, because we just kind of get to let loose, have a couple of drinks. Well, I'm having a beer right now. You're, you're being dry for the night, but uh, just like some of the humor, maybe. <laughs> I do like the dry humor. And, you know, Mr. Johnson's Libertyhood is a dry county. Gary himself does not drink, although he does smoke the dudes. Is that true? Gary doesn't drink at yeah, all? Yeah, he, he had, I was watching some interview like, where he said he hadn't, hadn't drank, but he had, you know, he liked smoking weed, but he was refraining. Has he never drank? He had to drink at some point. No, I think he drank at You some don't point. run a, a one-man handyman business without having a few brewskis. No, meanwhile, you look at Bill Wells' nose, and you know that's a drinking man. Oh, that is a drink. There are blood vessels popping have you off. seen his like red faced pictures though? There's all these photos of Bill Weld, which is the reddest face in town. I mean, that's just that's enough. I mean, he's from Boston. Come on, he's just maybe he just came in from the cold. Always, he's just always he's just always cold, in yeah. a, like in a freezer. He keeps his house at a brisk <laughs> thirty two. He just sticks. He walks in your house. If you invite him to us, he walks straight to the freezer. And he sticks <laughs> his face in the freezer for four minutes, and then he'll talk to you. All right, we're ready for the press conference. Any questions? <laughs> you got four minutes till my face heats up, and I can't talk anymore. <laughs> All right, Mark. So what are we doing here? You want to sh- you want to share the format? All right. So yeah, if you're not familiar with uh, our Rand pluses and minuses show that we did back in the day when good old Randy Pants was running for POTUS, um, we have a little bit of a grading system. So for every topic we cover here, we'll be deciding whether Gary or at some points his partner or in crime, Bill Weld, uh, are doing something positive for liberty or something negative. And uh, first of all, if you haven't heard Rand Paulus and Minus, I know we got a lot of new fans to the show. Go check out some old episodes at the archive, which you can find at lionsofliberty.com forward slash Rand. All right. No, we had no HTTPs, no colons there. You're really learning how to get, give out a URL. Good stuff. So we'll be judging Gary and Mr. Weld at times on a very strict scale when he does something positive. We'll be giving Gary a John's on. And when he does something that we feel is negative for liberty, we will give him a John's off. That's right. When he does something naughty, he'll get a John's off. So, Brian, what is our first item? Let's get into this thing. I'm pretty stoked to start Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood. Well, it's, you know, it's impossible to get around one of these topics. Of course, you know, the Orlando shooting just happened. So yeah. all the politicians were going out of their ways to politicize the living hell out of it, uh, which I hated. I, I despise anybody taking advantage of a Trump situation. was by far the worst. Trump said, oh, awful. Trump comes out, thanks for the congrats, everybody, that's congratulating me for warning you about Islamic terrorism and immediately just making a political issue out of it. And he does this press conference um, that where he goes off about immigration. This guy's an American citizen born in America. Shut your mouth. Damn well right. And Obama wasn't any better either. He, he did a whole press conference about how guns are bad. I didn't mention uh, you know, the fact that this was caused by someone that had been brainwashed and, and you know, was part Islamic and was maybe. Oh, are you pulling a Trump on him? Are you are you getting mad? He didn't say radical Islam. Well, you know what? I just because I hate that shit. It's, it's like oh, the, the, like the neocons are obsessed with. If, if I don't hear this key word, radical Islam, then you're like whatever. Well, it's not the key word that he needs to say it, but I just felt pissed off that he's only making it about gun yes, control. Meanwhile, absolutely. there's been studies that have shown that if somebody wants to go and commit a mass murder or a mass attack, they're going to do it. It's I don't need fucking studies to know them. that either. I just can use my brain. Right, Timothy exactly. McVeigh didn't need a single. Gun to do what yep. he did. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So, 
let me get to our first. See, story, I can then. feel my blood pressure rising just talking about it because it's been a week or so on Facebook of dealing with gun control stuff, and I I actually took that step of deleting Facebook only from my phone, so at least I wouldn't see all those notifications because I have this you know anal part of my brain that if I see thirty notifications, I must look at them all. That's not and, an exaggeration. Um, he no. really did. I, yeah. I saw the proof. Fact. So he replaced it with some sort of Candy Crush or what's the one John McAfee plays. Yeah, it's it's a McAfee crush. Frozen fall. (laughs) Something like that. Some sort of Disney movie frozen crush fall. Anyway, he's a wonderful man. We love him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did post about that. He said he was upset. I just spent four hours playing like frozen fall or something like that. He loves it. All right. So here's the first thing. So Gary Johnson, to his credit, he was asked, you know, immediately after the fact what he thought. And he went out of his way to say that it shouldn't be something that should be politicized. You have to stop and really look at the situation, which I agree with. You know, it's it's something where everybody wants to act immediately, do this and that. Oh, we need to go and go and bomb them. We need to do this. Oh, what's going to happen? Ban all guns. But he said, no, let's stop. It's a horrible thing that happened. So for that specific statement, I give him a, a Johnson on. <laughs> All right, well, I guess congratulations are in order for Gary Johnson for receiving a, a Johnson on on his very first item here on Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood. So I, I guess we're off to a good start, huh? Yeah, we're off and running. All right, so what, what did, did Gary eventually come out with, with any statements about this? I mean, I, I'm obviously setting you up. I know he did. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. Well, he actually had some pretty nice things to say about gun-free zones from Libertarian. Nice things point. to say about them? Yes. That, that, well, I mean, no, not things nice to things to them. say about okay. the gun-free zones. I almost jumped right to the off, uh, so. <laughs> no, nice things to say for libertarian ears about gun-free zones. Basically, what he said was that gun-free zones aren't proven to keep anybody safer, and neither are gun restrictions. And he went out of his way to even say, even go a step further and say, you know, what if everybody in that nightclub had a gun? What if they were required to have a gun even? You know, they'd all be happily drinking and just doubtful that anything like this would happen. You know what all my liberal friends are going to say? They're going to say, they would all shoot each other and everyone would be dead before the shooter even got there. Right. Or that they, oh, what if they shot somebody else trying to shoot him? Which, and that does happen once in a while. Not to go on too much of a side tangent, but guess what, guys? These kind of things are going to happen here on this program, especially on this episode. Um, But forget if everyone had a gun for a second. Uh, What about if everyone didn't have a gun, which they didn't, and just turned around and started tackling this guy. Now, I know it's hard to, to, it's easy for me to sit here and say when I'm not in a nightclub, I haven't been drinking all night and I'm not confused. There's not loud music. When I've been drinking, I'm more brave. I think so, right? <laughs> I would be like, but all I, right, I some, got this. But this thing went on for three hours and we know at some point everyone was aware of this. I posted a video on Facebook earlier because I think people need to learn ways to uh, defend themselves and it just showed active shooter situations training where they train everyone to as soon as a, a, an active shooter comes in, everyone tackles him. Everyone tackles him. And even one or two shooters it doesn't matter what weapon they have it doesn't matter what they've got on them if everyone is brave and just goes after the guy you know one or two people yes could get shot uh that's about it that's all that's gonna happen because you you can overwhelm somebody so quickly you, i mean look a gun is only one thing it's an object it is not an atomic bomb you know you guys can grab it you can push it you can push him everybody can do this and it, it's the fear and and the fact that nobody is taught self-defense they're not taught it in our schools we're taught to be afraid and gun-free zones are just another aspect right. of being afraid desk and then get to the nearest exit is how we're Can you talking. tell I've been fired up about this issue lately? I can't. I, I mean, uh, you can probably, I you can see it. My face looks I, like Bill Weld right now. It's bright red. Ah, <laughs> oh, has your face been in the freezer? <laughs> get out of the freezer, well, Claire! Well, good news. Gary Johnson is in your camp on that issue, so that's Thank fantastic God. to hear. Gun-free zones are ridiculous. So, Johnson! <laughs> 
All right, so Gary's got two in the books already, and you know, ever, as people might out there know that that listen to this program, we've been critics of Gary Johnson in many ways uh, throughout the campaign. Uh, not that we hate the guy; I've never met him, nothing personal against him. But I think uh, a lot of people in tune with this stuff are pretty aware that he's he's not the most adept at expressing libertarian ideas. Um, he doesn't always put liberty in the forefront of his conversation, even when at the end of the day, you know, we probably do end up aligning with him on, on a lot of positions. So this is another one of those cases. So we're off to a great start. Oh, I've got some bad news. Oh, oh no. We might take a turn. We oh, might take a little bit of a different turn. It was going here. so well. Well, hey, we'll start it off on a, on a high note. So <laughs> well, well, Gary starts every day off on a high note. <laughs> hey, hey, well, no, he, he said he hasn't smoked in 30 days. So here's the funny presidential thing. Break. I've heard him say that he hasn't smoked in 30 days on two separate occasions in the last month. And they so were, add and they that were 60 up, days apart. <laughs> Maybe they were. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Well, that doesn't mean, just I think that's his smoke. line that he always uses. It's always been 30 days. It doesn't mean he's not keistering it or taking it that's in uh, pill form. Inhaler. They have inhalers now. Yeah, he could be, he could be vaping could be it. eating brownies. I mean, there's any number of ways. Just mainlining it, just injecting it straight into all his right. veins. We'll do a separate podcast about all the ways you guys can consume marijuana some other day. But. Yeah, tune in. It'll be educational. All right. So, but, but Gary, the same line of thinking... All in line with the Orlando shooting and what we're going to do. And so he was then asked about uh, this terrorist who Omar uh, Mateen. Mateen, excuse me. You get that young man's name right. Yeah, who, who gives a shit what his name is. Yeah, exactly right. So he had been investigated by the FBI multiple times. He was on the no fly list. For a minute, and then they took him off. Right. He was on and off. Because and there was no the, evidence. The guy had been vetted over anything. and over again. And you know what? For most mass killers, there is no evidence. There's no indication at all. That's Precisely. proven. There's no indication. So this is all an exercise of futility anyway. The crazy thing, not to go on another tangent, but to go on another tangent, where this is basically going to be the gun control show. It just is. We're going to take it over, and Gary, you're getting kicked off the first show. We got other stuff to talk about. But it drives me crazy, crazy, crazy. It drives me absolutely batshit crazy when people say, this is why we need stricter gun laws and we need uh, the more background checks. Even though, I mean, I had to get a background check when I bought my gun. Maybe that it's not true in every single state and every single circumstance. But this guy had multiple background checks, multiple security clearances, met with the FBI three times, uh, clearly had issues. But there, and there, it's, I'm not even going to blame. People are blaming the FBI for you know not sniffing the guy out. But guess what? The FBI was right to let him go and right to take him on the no fly off the no fly list. Now we can say no. What? How could you say that? He went and killed these people because there was no evidence that he did anything wrong. And at the time, look, this guy was not a member of ISIS. All right, this is like a, a perp- something people are perpetrating out there. Yeah, he made he said some shit about ISIS, and and maybe he was influenced by some YouTube videos. But he was not a member of ISIS. He did not fly anywhere for training. So there was no reason, evidence wise, which is what you're supposed to have if you're going to even think about taking away anybody's rights and in this case we're talking about the right to travel and many people are talking about the right to have a firearm and defend yourself you do not take away somebody's rights without any evidence at all and the fact is there was no evidence this guy was going to commit a crime because you can't predict the freaking future well you know what that reminds me of this guy senator joe manchin democrat west virginia this guy gets like 17 johns offs he gets the golden (laughs) dildo right up his ass mankin or man Cout. Man. <laughs> That'll be our, ne- our next spinoff. Mankind character. or Manimal. All right. Anyway, moving yeah. on. So they actually came out and said on Morning Joe, he said that due process, the right <laughs> to have a trial, the right to be accused of something and defend yourself and have an honest shot, that was, quote unquote, 
killing us when it comes to fighting terrorism. And he's got, looking at this instance. It's not the fact that nobody there could defend themselves. It's not the fact that sometimes you just can't predict or stop a crazy violent act. Uh, no, it's because, because we have we have due process. Because due process. Because God forbid you have a chance to defend yourself and there has to be evidence against you before anything can actually be done. Which, how many numerous people have been jailed for nothing, by the way, and then have been let go after years in many. prison where they did nothing? In fact, I and know that you're, you're going to hear from one of them on an upcoming episode of John Oderman's Felony Friday. Plug. There you go, John. That'll be $5. Yes. Pay All right. Back. Anyway, getting back to the point. So yeah, Josh was asking by Friday. about the no-fly zones and, and uh, the no-fly list, and also if people on the no-fly list should be allowed to have guns or not. He said that they should be allowed to have guns because they were just suspects. There was no proof yet. So that okay. is a John's on. Wow. Gary is just swinging out of the gates here. He is swinging for the fences. That's three ons. I'm starting to yeah. think this show is not going to be too controversial. What's hotter, Gary Johnson or Buildwell's face? Hard Still to tell. Buildwell's face. Always Buildwell's face. Is that you three Buildwell's face jokes in the first 15 out. minutes, by the way? That's all the show's going to be as it moves forward. That's our shtick. We're those, we're those Buildwell's face jokes, guys. Welcome That's, to the Libertarian Zoo right. with That's the Buildwell's face jokes. All right, so that was a positive. Good job, Gary. Although then he went on the Daily Beast Uh-oh. and was asked about his stance about the no-fly list. And then he's okay. a, a Gary. He's went, against it, though, right? He was, well, he what? said that he said that uh, that government no-fly lists were you know, stupid. They're idiotic. Anytime the lists don't work, anything, government lists don't work. Governments just don't work. Exactly. Okay, great. Well, they don't work, so don't use them, right? Right. And then they asked him, okay, well, then would you get rid of the no-fly list? And he said. No, I wouldn't. Say what? Yeah, that's right. What a hypocrite. What an idiot. Let's back things up a second. So Gary Johnson says, "Do we need due process. We shouldn't not have due process. Government lists don't work. They're not accurate. But I wouldn't do away with it. No, of course not. Because <laughs> why, yeah, why would you do away with something that you're completely did, did against explain, in every way? Did he explain why this was at all? No, he just kind of went said, off. All right, into, next he, question. He went off into what we like to call... Uh, you know, the land of libertarian make-believe. All right, trolley. Neighborhood of make-believe. All right, we're taking a little journey into the land of liberty make-believe. So I guess Gary's going to take us there every every once in a while, it seems like, huh? Yeah, it seems like. Well, also, we're all kind of living there anyway. I mean, believing that he is truly a libertarian. Ooh. Yeah, you know, it, hey, let's just say we're all suspending belief a little bit when we get woken up every time with a little poke of his facts. So I'm, I think it's safe to say that I'm going to go ahead and presume that Gary saying that he would not get a, rid of the no-fly list it. is Hit the very first John's off! Oh, man, how sad. I really thought Gary was just going to, you know, bat 1,000 on this show, but yes, indeed, the support, you can call it, you can say he wasn't supporting it in his language, but at the end of the day, he said he wouldn't remove it. So that is support for the no-fly list as far as I'm concerned. So. Exactly right. If you're not doing anything Ouch. about it, you're part of the problem. You, you are assenting. Your silence is assent. Mm-hmm. So shame on you, Gary. Not going to do, Gary. And you know, here's right. something else I want to bring up, too. While we're, while we're going down negative road. So Gary's gone on a Wait, lot. Wait, do I have a musical cue for that? No, no music. Negative. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. uh, Sorry, guys, we can't do everything. Here. Gary's been on a lot of talk shows lately. Okay, he's been on Colbert. He's good. been on. No, that's good. I'm not going to give him a Johnson for that. I'm not doing it's it. It's just, it's yeah. just, you know, it, it's good. It's very encouraging. It makes me happy. They're being viewed as a real, can, like real candidate. I guess the two of them melded into one. Well, meld. <laughs> well, meld. So that's great. 
I'm glad they're out there. Now, the one thing that's really pissing me off, though, is that Donald Trump called them fringe candidates. And Gary Johnson, whoever is advising Gary Johnson and Bill Weld, said, you know what? No, use that negative as a positive and turn it against them. Embrace that moniker. So he's been going on all these shows and they ask him, oh, are you fringe? And Gary does his his Gary way. He goes, well, yeah, you know, I yeah, we're we are fringe. We're fringe candidates because we're you know, we're fiscally responsible and we're liberally uh, social. And I, that's what liberally social. Most Americans are fringe. Now, that was not the best See, that makes no, get better as we go along. That makes no sense to me because what Gary always says is, well, you know, the, the studies, they show if you if you look at them that, up, you know, about 50% of Americans are, you know, fiscally conservative and, and socially liberal. So, you know, he's trying to say that everybody is really a libertarian. But if that's the case, then why would you also say, well, yeah, we're fringe. We're not we're not what everybody is. He, he's sending two different messages here. And we were talking about recently how you can also vote on who does the best Gary Johnson impression over at the Lions of Liberty Forum, our private Facebook group, which you can find by typing Lions of Liberty Forum in your search bar. You can also find a link at the today's show notes at lionsofliberty.com slash 220. It's going to be a best of three, though. You can't just judge on one. Yeah, no, we will. Best of three. We'll get some more in, I guess. So, but yeah, exactly right. It's And he's saying this. Oh, yeah, we're fringe. And as you know, and as we've discussed, is an aggravating aspect of all of our lives, especially on Facebook and other things. It's a headline-driven media. And people don't even read the story. They just see the headline and they click it. And the headline says, Gary Johnson says they are fringe candidates. <laughs> That's what everybody's seeing. It's stupid. You know what I hate about that is, is when people are like, I'll actually see people openly say, well, I didn't read the article, but then why are you stop talking right now? You can stop right there, go read the fucking article, and then make the rest of your stupid yeah, I, comments I, I that I already your, know is going to be stupid. I loved your review of The Grudge 2, which you didn't see. None of that was in the movie. You but made I saw it the up. number two, and I knew immediately that it was going to be terrible. <laughs> I knew it had an Asian in it, and I knew it had a two in it. All right, so so I assume that you're giving this little fringe spin a... Why don't you give it a shot? All go right, ahead. I'm going to give this a... Chance off. Ooh, that felt good. That felt good. You know what else? I have, I have another Johns off for you. Surprise Johns off. Mm. Uh, Gary Johnson for never coming on the Lions of Liberty podcast during the Libertarian campaign gets a. Oh, Johns off, buddy. I just had to say it once. I just had to get it off my chest. No big deal. But you can't big time, Gary, because you know who I had on 20-some-odd episodes ago? Ron Paul. And if you're going to big time me, then you're big time in Ron Paul. And that is definitely going to get you some. I'm not even going to give you another one. I'm just going to move on. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's examine a little bit of the weld aspect of this relationship. Because as, as you know, they're always together. Uh, the weld like aspect. The, I mean, the, the weld couple. is the aspect. Yeah, well, he he brings a lot of people say uh, original quote unquote <laughs> the original libertarian cachet to the table. You know what I, I pi- you know what I picture with with Gary Johnson and, and Bill Weld is like uh, when they're uh, that scene in Step Brothers. Uh, you know when they're both interviewing, but you only see the, the uh, I think Will Ferrell. You see, and he's, he's <laughs> totally. doing the interview, and then and then and then um, suddenly. Um, uh, what's his name? Pops out from behind him. John C. Riley. John C. Riley pops out. He's like, "Hey!" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we're we're interviewing as a team." Like I expect to watch CNN with Gary just talking. Then Bill Weld just pops out from behind him, like, "Oh no, we're we're interviewing as a couple." Yeah. And then Anderson Cooper just starts to smell something, and you know Bill Weld is the one that farted in the oh, interview. Oh God! Oh God! You know it. <laughs> That's a Step Brothers reference. Go yes. watch it. Great uh, film. It is fantastic. Or just read the title and tell people about it. You yeah. Know, headline stop. 
So let's talk about Weld in a in a segment which we don't have the music for yet, but we are going to call it the Mind Weld. That was more like a ghost sound I made. That's why we got to find the sound effects, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, if you have some uh, sci-fi chops, send, oh, yeah. us, send Sa- us a tune. We'll give sound you sound effect contest. Yeah, get I'm it. announcing get it right now. Music. You send me a sound effect. If we use it, uh, we'll mention you on the show, and I don't know, maybe we'll send you something. Yeah, pretty little. The whole set though, we don't know what you're going to send us. So yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. Mind weld. Mind okay. weld. All right. Oh man, we were so in sync there. Even my little husky Bella was chiming in there on the end of that one. She so nailed it. Yeah, she did nail it. Nice job. So uh, Will Weld, what's his? Uh, what's the first little Weldian item we're gonna check off here? And and do these offs or ons count? I, I think I gave something away there. Do these do these count against Gary's points? How are we gonna do this? I say they do. He yeah, chose they're, Bill. They're, he they're welded together, right? Yeah, they're welded together. He, he begged for hard. Him. He said he would not be the candidate without yeah. Bill Weld. Now, he if he got replaced Bill with in. like Gary, Larry Sharp, or Will Coley who we might even end up liking more than him, I wouldn't necessarily hold them, you know, their statements against him. But because he said he needed Bill Weld and he needed, he begged and begged and pleaded, I need Bill Weld for this campaign. I think because of that, it's fair to hold every Bill Weld statement on against or for you know uh, for or against gary precisely right and right. during campaigning okay. you're both doing interviews and e- they have equal together value in tuxedos as as being blown out of proportion by the media so bill weld said something that is incredibly unlibertarian Uh-oh. and re- and reactive so he was asked about isis again in response to the orlando shooting and that the alleged you know the shooter said that he was doing it for isis and they claimed it which is still annoying to me by the way because it's not like he was trained by isis he wasn't no. really in isis if anything he just said isis and isis said yeah we're happy he did well, that Stop it sounds it. like that was more of an excuse because the guy they say had a gay dating profile it sounds yeah. more to me that there's he a lot was, of issues going on that hated here. hate that he hated his own uh, sexuality, uh, and, and, and then we can go down, down the conspiracy rabbit muscle. hole. There's the videos where he's he's in this documentary about the BP oil spill, and he just happens to be the security guard, and he's telling someone, "Oh no, there's he's going off about the corruption of of BP." It's a weird thing. It's just really weird. You'll find these videos everywhere working for online. the Bilderbergs. All these yeah. massive things so, going on. Basically, he's he's the new world order. Yeah. He's a shape shifting reptile. But so anyway. well, well, Bill Weld was asked about this. Bill Weld might actually be a shape shifting reptile. That's a conspiracy theory I could believe. No, because lizards hate the cold, and as we know. Uh, uh, our two something. theories conflict. They're cold-blooded. We'll Tracks. figure another theory out. All right. So he was asked about this, though, and his response to ISIS and what to do with ISIS, he said, okay, well, you know, domestically, we need to have a thousand more FBI agents to have a task force that's concentrated on this, and we need to get them cracking on it right now. So he took... The same the, FBI who met with the guy three times already. Exactly. What, they, what, what were they going to do? Nothing. Yeah. Having... having uh, 9,997 more guys on the case is going to do anything? No. It's just, it, it just is so anti-libertarian to say that you're increasing the size of government. Increasing- I love these random numbers, politicians. He's such a politician. That's what drives me. That's the one thing I kind of like about Gary is that he doesn't come across as a politician, really. I think that's kind of endearing about him. And and then you got William Weld, who just so- comes across so politician-y. Urgh! Yeah, he does. And that's probably why they added him to the ticket, because they needed somebody to balance, in their minds, balance Gary out. So for that, Bill, your FBI ISIS lover, you get a Johnson. Yeah, you're not going to get any arguments from me there. That That's a clear off. And sorry, Gary, you wanted to be welded to the weld. So that off is going to count against you, my friend. And uh, what else? Any other welding items here while we're in the mind weld? Well, you had one in mind, didn't you? I did have one in mind. See? Mind weld. Mind weld. Mind weld. Um, 
basically, uh, Bill Weld was on a, I don't know what show it was, I think MSNBC or something or other earlier, and he said something about the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. And uh, this is something, just to set it up, that many libertarians are not big fans of, not because we're against free trade, we actually are all for free trade, but the Trans-Pacific Partnership is a 10,000-page document. Now, if you are for that free trade... That can be changed on the fly, by the way. Also can be changed on the fly, something negotiated by Hillary Clinton, who later came out and said she wasn't sure if she's for it, even though she wrote the damn thing. Clint and off. Helped, and helped put it... Clint off! And helped put that thing into place. Uh, at the end of the day, the Slum Nation does... The Trans-Pacific Partnership is an authoritarian document that gives governments and, more importantly, many corporations control over other governments and other people, and it's just a freaking mess. And if you want real free trade, you're going to have one piece of paper that says, everyone can trade freely, and that is the end of the document. So that is just a little setup for the Trans-Pacific Partnership. So what did Mr. William Weld have to say when asked about this? Well, as uh, you'll hear, this is him on Bloomberg today. Yes. One of the places where uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are kind of in agreement now is they both are, have become, they're, neither one of them is exactly a full-throated free trader at this point. Um, oh, that's you, awful. That's <laughs> awful. How do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about that, about that issue? No, I think it's uh, inexcusable that they, um, they don't support the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Again, I'm with the administration here, uh, and I'm certain about that. And, uh, you know, since the time of uh, Reagan and Clinton and NAFTA, I can remember being in the Bill Clinton White House with Newt Gingrich and myself and Bill Clinton. And counting votes with two days to go on the North American Free Trade Agreement. I, I don't even know where to start here. I mean, uh, let's just start with the fact I, I'm going to go backwards. The, that last thing he was saying there. Here's a guy who's supposed to be an alternative to the establishment in a year where being anti-establishment, unless you're Bill Clinton, is pretty much the path to success. And here he is touting how he's there with Bill Clinton and uh, Newt Gingrich and trying to get NAFTA passed and and how that's such a wonderful thing. This the, the predecessor to the TPP, NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement. How long is that document? Longer than a page. And as I said, if it's really about free trade, it should be a freaking page. Really a lot smaller than a page. So uh, just the fact that he's touting his history of, of supporting these uh, these agreements, these crony agreements, I mean, it's, it's like he's either out of touch or he's trying to prove to the political elite that they're acceptable. That, that you know, don't worry, Bill Weld's reasonable. He'll support, you know, the things he's supposed to support. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly right, man. And you, you asked, where do you even start with Bill Weld? I'll tell you, you can't start anywhere and you can't end anywhere. He's like an Ouroboros a suck. It's Whoa. a never-ending cycle of suck Aurora Bori sucky Alice, huh? Yes, exactly, man. He's just, I agree, he's terrible. And how do you, how else can you possibly look at this except it's a Johnson off? <laughs> Yeah, no disagreement here, obviously. Anyone that heard my rant will be aware of that. So, yes, definitely a Johns off. So, uh, what's our final tally here in the first edition? Started off good for Gary, and then things kind of went sour. Yeah, he took the off-ramp into Schittsville. He is at a three Johnsons and five Johns off. Now, he would have been even if uh, we didn't sneak Weldy in here for a couple. So, I mean, depending on how you want to judge this, we'll just be open at home. You know, three and three if you want to only take Gary. But if you're adding in Weld, which, like I said, for the reasons we stated, it's very, very fair to do so. Uh, He's coming out in the negs for Liberty. And you know what? If you're going to uh, be an apologist for Weld, I welcome that. I want to hear what you have to say. If you can defend him in any way. Because there's a lot of apologists out there. And I want to say 
we what don't even need to call him apologists. I mean, if you want to defend things he says, we're open to that. And one place where you can do that or join this conversation again, the Lions of Liberty Forum. It's our private Facebook group. It's free to get in. You just need to make sure you're not a, a spam bot or something. And we want to. We have a forum there where we have a lot of lively conversation. And uh, you know, th- I hope this show will spark more of that. So we invite you guys to be a part of it. We're not doing this show to be haters. Like we said, we we had some positive comments to say, and we're gonna look for the positive as much as we can. We're gonna look for the negative as much as we can. So, well, any other news before we, yeah, before we head out? Let's end on a positive Ooh, note. Okay, here's a he here's a, here's a, here's a positive note: is that CNN is going to have a town hall with Bill Weld and Gary Johnson, and I think that's very encouraging. In tuxedos together, yeah, I pray in tuxedos. So that's encouraging for that. He clearly gets a Johnson. <laughs> All right, well, how lovely. We got to end on a positive note. So the final tally is actually four and five. Yeah, not so bad. You got on CNN, and that's a big deal. And, you know, just like the negatives of Weld, Gary said he needed Weld to get into these, you know, to get into these kind of forums, to get this kind of attention. And I don't know if I I suspect he might have gotten it without Weld, but for good or bad, he is, and we'll judge whether it's good or bad after it actually airs. But, uh, you know, just the fact that he's getting this kind of attention, getting a 90-minute forum uh, or whatever it's going to be, uh, that's a big deal. So yeah, It's a big enough deal that we're actually going to do a roundtable show just to cover it. That's right. Yeah. And I'm going to be out of, out of town, so you're going to be hosting that one. I know. The people. Ah, oh, the people. They're out in the streets celebrating, shooting off fireworks. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So, okay. So, for those of you that don't know, that this Gary Johnson Forum, it airs this coming Wednesday. So, give that puppy a gander. Again, Come over to our, our private forum. We'll have a live chat going in there, so you can you can chat with us about it during, and then uh, we'll record a reaction show sometime yeah. after that. That'll air on next Monday's show, one week from today, on June 27th. Now, upcoming in between then, we got Mo. We got so much more for you, because this coming Wednesday, guys, I've got an amazing guest. Now, I tout my guests all the time. All my guests are great. I'm not lying to you when I say this is Probably a top five guest of all time. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking with a woman named Lily Tang Williams. Many of you saw her passionate speech at the Libertarian Party's National Convention. Uh, she is a, a survivor of com- communism. She grew up in communist China in, in terrible, terrible conditions. Grew up uh, brainwashed to believe Chairman Mao was a god. So she came from pretty much the op- as, as far away from libertarian values as, as you can get. But she uh, has found herself here many years later in America as a passionate libertarian. And I just cannot wait to uh, have her sharing her story with you guys. It is truly fascinating. So look out for that. Of course, on Friday, we've got John Odermatt's Felony Friday, another great look. Well, and it's not always a great look because there's a lot of a lot of bad things about it and a lot of sadness and turmoil, but he does a great job with it. His weekly look at the criminal justice system, Felony Friday. And then, like I said, next Monday, we'll have that roundtable uh, looking at the Gary Johnson Forum with a... Uh, we should have a special guest on there. We'll, we'll keep that a secret for now. And one more thing I need to plug real quick. This coming Saturday, June 25th, I'm going to be a very special guest. I'm going to be the first guest on a brand new podcast called The Remzo Republic. Now, what's a Remzo? Well, it's Remzo. Remzo W. Martinez. He's the host of this brand new show. He's been a writer at Liberty Conservatives. He's contributed to the Johnny Rocket Launchpad's website, Jason Stapleton's website. And why is this a big deal to me? Because 
Ramzo actually reached out to me and told me that you know he first learned about libertarianism from the Lions of Liberty podcast. He was he was looking up the word libertarian on iTunes. This show popped up, and this is really what what started his path and got him really interested. That's how he got in touch with the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. That's how he got in touch with Jason Stapleton. It's what eventually led him to start his own show. So I was absolutely touched and flattered to hear that this show has actually not only just changed someone's beliefs, but spurred them into action to to create even more great liberty content out there. And uh, he's already put some li- some mini episodes out that you can check out. So you can go subscribe right now to the Remzo Republic and check it out. And I'll be the very first official guest airing this coming Saturday. So I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, man. Remzo it up. All right. You got anything else to plug in life? Any uh, you got any paintings that you're working on or poems or nah. no? Nah, nothing. Nothing I, that's I ready so. for public consumption yet. All right, all right. Well, keep us updated on that stuff. And uh, you know, until next time, guys. I think we only got one more message for you, and that is, of course, live long and live free. Now take him out with a song. <laughs> It's a beautiful day in this liberty hood A beautiful day for a candidate Would he be mine? Could he be mine? It's a liberty day in this Johnson Wood A liberty-ish day for a Gary Would he be mine? Could he be mine? I've never wanted to have a candidate Just like you I've always wanted to have a real libertarian Who's schooled But let's make the most of this beautiful day Since we're together, we might as well say Would he be mine? Could he be mine? As long as he acts libertarian Won't you please, won't you please Please won't you be a principled libertarian?